Hi, this is Sensei James Leonelli from Sensei's Weekly Mindset, and I'm here to talk to you about BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball, soccer, and esports. Don't forget my personal favorite, MMA. We've got it all on BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, we can help you find those on BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. And don't forget Bet Online for NHL, boxing, golf, and like I said, my personal favorite, the sport of MMA. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet Online, where the game starts. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Life isn't always easy, and you don't have to face it alone. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service, and it's 100% online. With BetterHelp, you have access to a network of over 25,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of needs. To get started, you simply answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy. That way, BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. Then you talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, whether it's via text, chat, phone, or video call. You can message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's most convenient for you. The best part is, if your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you, more scheduling flexibility, and at a more affordable price, all from the comfort at home. To start your journey and to get 10% off of your first month, go to betterhelp.com slash sensei. That's better, H-E-L-P dot com slash sensei. BetterHelp, you deserve to be happy. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Sensei's Weekly Mindset. I'm Sensei James Leonelli, owner and head instructor of Tiger Shulman's here in Smithtown. As per usual, I am in my home recording space, joined by my furry co-host laid down at my feet here. He is ready to resume his uh, co-host duties. It's always adorable when I ask him, are you ready to be a good co-host? And he just follows me right down the stairs. At any rate, so I'm here as usual to give you guys this week's mindset. As I'm sure you can hear in my voice, uh, it was quite the weekend at Flex Fights 23. Uh, my voice still hasn't recovered from talking my way through 30 fights. <laughs> but nonetheless, as per usual, an absolutely fantastic experience with what I think is a great lesson learned. And it's something that I've talked about before, I believe. And on top of it, it's something I think that is kind of universal. In fact, I know it's universal. It's something I talk about in my school all the time. So to me, it just seemed like this this prospect, this idea just jumped out at us. Right? Um, when we all went down on Thursday. There were a couple of people who joined us later um, just because of other things they had going on and such. But nonetheless, for the most part, the whole team was down on Thursday. Most of us all in on the same flight together. Um, as we did, really simple and easy. Uh, we get, We went from the airport. There were a couple of rental cars, picked those up, 
went to the, the venue that had a, a motel attached to it, and that's where we stayed for the week. Um, got ourselves settled, and then uh, all went out to a, like a really nice team building lunch. It was spectacular. Uh, all of us kind of hanging out together, and then we went in, checked out the venue, scoped things out, made sure things were as they needed to be, and then from there just kind of got to work. Uh, the next day was weigh-in day. It's funny that those following two days. Uh, Friday weigh-in day, Saturday game day. Those days were crazy. We, I mean, we had most of our production crew, who's normally with us, was there, but we were missing some of the other ancillary crew that we normally have. Uh, there were two interns that work for the promotion that normally do a couple of things around, and some other w people who work the day of the event that make things work a little smoother, um, and that pick up. I don't want to say the slack, but like they have stuff that they do. And since we didn't have them, we needed to do it. <laughs> um, and there were some, of course, always a couple of hiccups when you go from one state dealing with one sanctioning body, going to another state dealing with a different sanctioning body, how those things work, um, how Florida commissions and rules are different than New York commissions and rules. Um, so definitely some learning curve there and obviously we're in a venue that this though the promotion has been there before this exact team has not been here before so because this exact team hasn't been here before and we're doing things that we didn't used to do um there's a little bit of a learning curve there as well which certainly took a, a little bit of getting used to but even more importantly it was just you know 30 fights in the books that's a lot of fights you know, normally we're in the ballpark of, of uh, mid, low to mid twenties, and twenty, and it doesn't sound like oh, going from twenty three, twenty four to going thirty, it's not that much more. Well, yeah, it's fourteen more fighters. That that's when you think about it that way. Fourteen more fighters that you have to deal with. That's fourteen more conversations with coaches, medicals, weigh-ins, doctor exams, interviews, blah, blah blah blah, all this stuff that has to get done. And at the end of the day despite whatever hiccups we may have had here and there, despite um, you know the, all this learning curve that we had to do, and despite the sheer size of the card, we had a card that, in my opinion, was the most seamless show that we've had the entire time I've been involved in flex fights. Um, that's not to say that the, the shows are normally full of, of errors or something like that, but I think it, it's one thing I talk about on a fairly... Uh, regular occasion, not just with flex fights, with everything, that every time you do something should be the best time you do that thing, right? Like, like I've talked about, I feel like I even mentioned this recently, the idea that I feel like I should be much better at podcasting 170-something episodes in versus what I was in the beginning because I've done it that many more times. The same thing with commentary and martial arts and everything. We always want to be the best version of ourselves at that thing, which is super important, right? And I think this was the best show we've ever done. Um, again, the way the people that we had in the places that we had doing the jobs that they were doing, really just spectacularly, just for lack of a better word, killed it. I mean, we had, we had one gentleman running the back, doing a, a great job running the back. And again, he's running, he's running the back, gloving, taping, um, sending out and coordinating. It was going to be 30 fights, wound up being 28, but still, 28, right? You do the math really, really quick. They're looking at 56 fighters that he had to coordinate throughout the night, and he did a phenomenal job on that. Another person simply coordinated the entrances 
And ironically, only one, <laughs> only one person had an issue with the walkout at all because they walked out and not without ruining anything in the show, but the entrances, they entered in front of three monitors. So there's like news set that's there. Like it's for like the, the reporters and stuff in the venue. And there are two motorcycles parked uh, at the venue, like just in like this. And the people were supposed to enter through the middle. And one kid came out of the, the locker room area, so empty, kind of ran past both bikes and into the crowd, made a circle him back. But again, <laughs> that was like the biggest thing uh, uh, other, that we could consider like a snafu in the entire event. Um, the fights went off seamlessly. The cameramen that we had were spectacular. Uh, Train De Los Reyes, who always does our highlight reels and does many things for us at the fights in terms of videography. He was one of the main cameramen. And the way he shot the entrances was unbelievable. And then he was getting in the ring and he was shooting the introductions as well. And when he shot the introductions, it was really a thing of beauty. I mean, the, the shots were breathtaking. Um, and like I said, the venue kind of built for combat sports. If we had to make any other critique, the person who was operating the lights is an employee of the venue. And he was not the greatest at, re at realizing they put red lights on in the house when the fighters are walking out and then you turn the white lights back on when it's time for them to fight. And he had to be reminded a couple of times to do that. But I mean over 28 fights, if that and one guy going too far in his entrance, if that's the, the if those are the most, um, if those are the worst things we got to complain about, we have no complaints. You know, and the fights themselves were great. The fighters were great. Um, some amazing finishes, some great fights, some great uh, decisions, um, and just an excellent night of fights overall. And it's a testament to the team and it's a testament to the hard work they put in. And what that really brings me back to is the mindset that I think we can take out of this Flex 23 experience. And that is simply the idea that hard work pays off. HWPO, and my four letter, my favorite four letters when put in order like that, HWPO. Because that's kind of the formula for success at everything, right? Hard work pays off. And, and I believe in that wholeheartedly because the only way that you succeed at anything is by putting hard work in. If you're not working hard, if you're not putting your best effort in, you can't possibly expect the best results out. One thing I explain to children on a very regular occasion, and even adults need to be reminded of this sometime as well, is that, is that effort and results are almost equal. They're almost equivalent. They're almost exactly balanced, right? The example I give kids because it's easy to wrap their brains around is, is it possible to make 10 pounds of mashed potatoes with one potato, one pound of potatoes? Can't be done. Can't be done. Right? You can put a whole bunch of butter and, uh, and salt and stuff in there, but you know, milk, whatever, you're still never going to get to 10 pounds and still have what could be considered by any reasonable person mashed potatoes to have something else entirely. And the same is true when it comes to effort. If you want to get, if you're, the result you're looking for is 10 pounds of mashed potatoes, you got to start with 10 pounds of ingredients, right? The rest doesn't come out of, it, of, of nowhere. And the same is true when it comes to the results that we're after. If you're after those, those results, you can't expect a $100 result on a $5 effort. It's just not going to happen. 
you know, every once in a while you might get completely lucky, you know, and it might maybe possibly work out, but the potential there, the chances there are so small. And is that really what we want to rely on? Chances that are so small? I don't think so. I think the surest way to guarantee your success is by working hard, right? You can't control a lot of things in life, but you can control how hard you try. You can control effort. You know, one of the things, and it's something we talk about frequently is, especially when we get to 90 day challenge, and obviously we've just finished that, so it's always fresh on my mind, is the thought process behind when it comes to nutrition, what diet works best for what body type, et cetera, blah, 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 blah. And the answer is the one that you'll stick to, the one that you'll work with. And that's why I believe what we preach at Tiger Shulman's is the best way of doing it because it works regardless of who you are. You know, might there be subtle tweaks that you'll make for your own individual body type, for your own individual metabolism? Sure. But I'm talking very small tweaks. Um, you know, or maybe you want to stop eating calories at this time, or you might want to start eat, stop eating carbohydrates at this time instead of this time. Uh, you might want to take that salt content down because you really retain water. You don't retain water. You might put more, more salt in. You know, you might do those little bit of tweaks individually, but for the most part, it's one of those, if it isn't broken, don't fix it kind of things. Because at the end of the day, effort is the first ingredient. Now, effort does not guarantee success. It doesn't. But there's nobody, I think, who's working really, really, really hard at what they're doing that's really after great results that also doesn't have their ears open. To give you an example, it's not as though talking about flex fights, I'll use this example. It's not as though if somebody wants to be a really, really successful fighter, that they're A, not going to put a bunch of hard work in. And they might think the hard work that they're doing is hard work. Um, but if anybody really wants to be successful at anything and they think they're working at their hardest, what I think they're also probably doing is they have their ears open, they have their eyes open, and they're willing to listen to what other people have to offer them. They're willing to take those things in. And that's tremendous. Because if you don't, if you sit there with your thumbs in the ears and think that I'm just gonna grind my way to success, that alone won't do it. It's the first ingredient, don't get me wrong. Nothing else gets started, nothing else, you never get there without working hard, right? Let's use a different example, right? Let's talk about, a guy I talked about before, Train De Los Reyes. If you don't already follow him on Instagram, you're missing out. Train, like the thing you ride on, De Los Reyes, R-E-Y-E-S. Um, and what I would suggest to you, if you want to see what a skilled videographer and video editor that, that Train is, he has a pinned post on his Instagram. It's called Sleep Deprivation. It's maybe a minute long. It's amazing. It's spectacular. I've watched it a hundred times easily like i was i watched it before and then i was watching it again in the airport online with him ironically on the way back and i was showing it to my wife again when i got home like oh my gosh like you forget like how good he is and i know train works hard he does right no like literally before every show train is stretching um he like warms up nobody like sweats more that day than train but what train also does is he listens takes things in, right? When our matchmaker and CEO is like, 
take train. I think if we could get this effect on this, I think it would look good. And it'll find a way to make it work. And if it's right, we keep it. If it's not, we don't. And this pattern, I think, continues, right? I think he listens and he learns to all the, the uh, you know, positive, corrective criticism that he gets throughout his career. I don't think that he listens to everybody. You know, some people may not be giving real constructive advice. They may just be critiquing to critique. But I think anybody who puts the, the real kind of knowledge out there is going to be the kind of person that he'll listen to. And he's the best kind of hard worker. He's the best kind of student in that he pays it forward. Right? John Matos, who made the, um, the, the highlight reel for Catalina leaving, leading, leading into Swing for the Stars, he always says, like, I was good at this before, but Train took me to a next, the next level with the things he taught me. And again, there's a perfect example. Was working hard at videography, was doing it well. Now, doing it much better. Right? Not that what he was doing before was bad, but it was equivalent to his knowledge base and to his effort. Now, he's got that same level of effort, but he multiplies it by the amount of knowledge that he has. Right? The, the way to think about the, the results. Right? Think about the hard work at one end of the equation. Multiply that by your education, by your training, by your base of knowledge, we'll call it. That's the best way to, to explain it. As you multiply those things together, together, that's where you're going to get the effort. That's where you're going to get the result that you want, I should say. Now, obviously, base of knowledge can grow, of course, always will, just as just the case uh, of learning. Right? But hard work also can. Right? One of the discussions I had with my fellow commentator, is we were talking about fighters coming off of a loss. And he mentioned that sometimes for some fighters, that initial loss that they have in their career is the best thing that could ever happen to them. Because whereas they thought they were working hard before, they got the hard lesson as to what hard work actually looks like. You know, they, what they thought was hard work was basic, was, you know, not that hard of work at all. But the thing is, that lesson is part of growing that knowledge base. Trial and error is still a huge part of, of hard work. Right? Hard work doesn't mean you succeed instantly. It doesn't. But it means you're doing everything you can to succeed. And what happens is as you work hard, as you try at something, as you're putting that hard work in, you're naturally going to learn the lessons of failure. You're going to learn the things that are your shortcomings. Great. Now you have the tools necessary to work even harder, to work even smarter, to do even better. Now, it's funny, uh, I've heard Chael Sonnen say, that whenever he hears a, uh, a fighter talk about their, their training camp leading into a fight, he goes, if ever you hear a fighter say, I worked harder, not smarter, uh, smarter, not harder, this fight camp, don't bet on them. He goes, they found a way to be lazy. Okay. I think if you found someone who worked as hard and smarter or harder and smarter, those are the people that are, that are going to be more successful. And I think the same holds true for every avenue of life, right? My school is not successful now, you know, at, at, a, at a level that it is because I work less hard than I did when I was 23 when I opened it. I work, I would say even harder, right? Maybe I may not put in the same kind of crazy hours at the physical building, but I'm putting in a similar amount of hours at home in the building. And on top of that, my knowledge base has grown tremendously over the past 16 years. So those two things adding together 
almost guarantees greater success, right? Now, knowledge base takes time. It takes trial. It takes error. It takes actual research. And that takes time, for sure, right? But what you can control on a daily basis, because you can't grow all the knowledge one day to the next. You'll learn some, sure. But what you can control one day to the next, day in and day out, when it comes to whatever it is you have your sights get set on, when it comes to your goals that you're setting for yourself, you can control the fact that hard work pays off. You can control just how hard you're working. You can adjust that effort accordingly. And that is tremendous. That's such a tremendous thing, right? I mean, listen, like I said, learning curve for Flex Fights this weekend. We had to learn this venue. We had to learn the Florida Commission. We had to learn how to make what we had work for where we were and what we were doing. And then on top of that, always experimenting with new systems, making those systems work for better people. And, you know, with, you know, still doing all the basic stuff that we were doing before, but you know, like what fighter hasn't submitted a walkout song yet? And what fighter did I not get to talk to at weigh-ins? You know, these type of things, super important. And they allowed us, because we were on that hard work frequency the entire weekend, it allowed us to put out a product that we can all be very, very proud of. It's funny, on Sunday, though we took a pretty relaxing day, all of us, at different times throughout the day, we're watching the event back. And as we watch the event back, we're like, oh, that was great. Mm, that needs improvement. Oh, that looks great. Oh, that looks great. Oh, that was really good. Oh, that, that could be better. Well, lesson learned there. We can make this better for next time. Um, and I think w without a shadow of a doubt that that hard work that we put in previous to the fight week and during fight weekend, I think that's what resulted in such an amazing product. And I believe that that continues, that, that same thread continues through everything that you do, right? As you are approaching your work life and your career, hard work pays off. If you work hard, that hard work is recognized and it helps you get to the next level of things, whether that be individualized success, whether that be further up the ladder at your company or whatever, hard work still pays off. If you're learning your martial arts, put in the hard work. And remember that hard work isn't just about the right now effort, it's cumulative effort as well, right? Look at, look at for example, my ne one of my nephews just graduated high school. He didn't graduate high school on that one specific day. That one specific day was just the culmination of all those years of schooling beforehand. Those 13 years from kindergarten to, to 12th grade, all of those years, that day was the culmination of all that hard work. And it was the hard work in kindergarten that led to better hard work in first grade that led to better work and so on and so on and so on all the way until the end, right? Again, that cumulative effort. There was no way to skip all of that. We needed all of it, right? Because just because someone has worked hard today doesn't mean they've put in all the effort necessary. But as you continue to put that hard work in, as you continue that hard work over the extended period of time, what's happening? Your knowledge base is growing. Your capacity for hard work is growing. And as those two things grow hand in hand, so does your ability to magnify your success, to magnify your results. So whatever you're working on over this next week, what I want you to think about is come back to those same four letters, HWPO, hard work pays off. If you work hard, if you're putting in the unbelievable effort, if you're putting in the unbelievable time, 
if you've got your ears open, you're finding you're going to find your way to success. I guarantee it. May not be today, may not be tomorrow, but one thing is one thing is a universal truth: hard work pays off. So that's all I have for you guys this week. As always, you can reach me via email, senseileonelli at gmail.com. You can find me on Facebook. I'm Sensei James Leonelli. On Twitter and Instagram, I'm at Sensei underscore Leonelli. You can go to my link tree to find everywhere I'm at the internet, linktr.ee slash Sensei, S-E-N-S-E-I, Leonelli, L-E-O-N-E-L-L-I. You can find everywhere I'm on the internet, including all of our sponsors and Flex Fights. So you can go to there and be able to watch this event, see why I'm so proud of it. Uh, in addition, you can find my school online at tskSmithtown.com. On Facebook, we're at facebook.com slash Tiger Shulman Smithtown. Twitter and Instagram is at tsmma underscore Smithtown. Then, <coughs> excuse me, you can find the podcast on Instagram at Sensei's Weekly Mindset. You can find it. My, Find out more about the Tiger Shulman's organization as a whole at TSK.com. Other than that, my friends, until next week, invest in yourselves. I'll see you guys on the map.